This week we're off to one of my favourite countries in the world, Bolivia. We're going to be having a washed long brief from Bolivia, El Fuerte. My name is Steve Layton and I travel the world finding amazing and delicious coffee for you to drink at home. Some make coffee difficult to understand and complicated, but here it's my job to make it easy and fun and tell you what's in my mug. And we should look at the long brief. So here we have uh, the normal El Fuerte, uh, and here we have the long brie. And what you can see, if I can stop being so clumsy, is how much longer it is than the normal Keturah version. Now, um, they're very distinctive. When you actually see the cherries, they're also quite thin and long, um, which, you know, when you're walking around and looking at a coffee tree, a lot of them look the same. But you look at this one and you kind of go, I know what you are. Uh, I can see what you are, uh, what's going to be inside you. And then you spit them open and uh, a very obvious look. Now, longberries in general are not common. Um, but you're saying, but Steve, you've got some Nicaraguan longberries that you use as well. And yes, we do. And these longberries here in Bolivia are related to those ones back in Nicaragua. Um, the Maresh family are good friends with the Rodriguez family, um, not just because of their relationship with us, but the relationships with uh, some other buyers who um, we share. Um, and um, they've been able to have a really good seed exchange going on. Um, so there's been things going backwards and forwards to Nicaragua, things going backwards and forwards to Bolivia. Um, it's a really good example of uh, kind of families working together, producers working together to be able to uh, extend how good they are at what they do. Um, I think that this longbury is um, better when it's washed. I think it's better when it's uh, a wet fermentation. And so do the Rodriguez family. They're very keen on making sure that um, they use wet fermentation with these coffees because they just taste better. Uh, brings out the florality of them, brings out lots of the acidity. So this week we're going to talk about uh, Bolivia El Fuerte. El Fuerte is a farm that we've only bought from in recent years and that's because it's only been going in recent years. It's the first farm that the Rodriguez family, you know the Rodriguez family, think about Los Alicitas, think about La Lama, think about all of the other farms that they own um, in Caranave. Well they decided to kind of go into Santa Cruz and try and grow coffee there. Santa Cruz is uh, one of the big cities um, within Bolivia um, and uh, is ripe for coffee growing. The altitude on the farm is around about 15, 16, 1700 metres, kind of going up and up and up. Um, they have a wide range of varietals on there because of their experiences of dealing with different people. Uh, they've been able to get different varietals from other farmers and other friends. Uh, we're going to talk about it a little bit later on. Um, the farm size itself is around about, it's actually 19.4 hectares. I know the exact size, but I was going to say about 20, just to kind of round it to a normal number. Um, which is a healthy sized farm uh, for Bolivia. Um, don't tend to find them any bigger than that. In fact, most farms are only a few hectares. Um, so so quite, a, quite a large farm in the scheme of things in the coffee world. An incredibly small farm. Um, you know, really not uh, not not that much you would expect it to produce around about seven, eight, eight hundred bags tops when it's at full production. So um, that is El Fuerte. Now, what I want to do this week is, due to unpopular demand, um, why don't we go and listen to Roland's Daft Fact of the Week? Which 
trying to find a Roland live in captivity. Let's see whether we can approach. Approach with caution. Roland, do you have a daft fact? I do, Steve. Did you know that Santa Cruz is the biggest city in Bolivia? It's true. So let's brew some coffee. I have the Rattleware coffee brewer with me. I've weighed out 30 grams of coffee, ground it to a fairly coarse uh, grind. I don't know whether we can get that on the camera there, but you can really feel the lumps between the fingers. And I put that in there, make sure that I have got 30. Perfect. Um, now I've got some just off the boil water, which I'm gonna take to 400 mil. Perfect. And now we're going to wait for four minutes. But while we're waiting for four minutes, why don't you watch a brew guide? Right. Uh. Okay, that's four minutes gone. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to break the crust like so. Then I'm going to scoop it off as if it's a cupping bowl. And then all the coffee that's trapped in the bottom that sank, I put in like that. I'm going to get a mug, put the hand in the mug cupboard, and I've got, oh, my Pantone mug. That's nice. And then. One perfect cup of coffee. So let's dive into it and taste it. So the first thing you notice about this coffee is there's lots of acidity. Um, for me, it's kind of like that orange zesty kind of brightness, but it's tempered down with a really creamy body. And I think this brewer actually perfectly fits this coffee because what this brewer does is give you a little bit more texture in your mouth and a little bit more kind of feel. You get a little bit more of the bits in there. And it is, it's orange cream, kind of milk chocolate, all mashed in together. Um, really good body to it. Uh, really lovely long aftertaste. A fantastic coffee that I really, really hope you enjoy. Thank you very much for watching. I hope the new format hasn't freaked you out too much. And do remember, life is too short for bad coffee. Bolivia El Fuerte. Um, right. We're on location. We're going to try and find a Roland live in the, uh, in the wild. Let's see if we can find him. Come, come, wobble cam. Roland, do you have a daft fact for us? I don't. What do you think? Oh. <laughs>